Hello and welcome to the New Entertainment System podcast, the show that uses the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 28 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And today we are joined by a very special guest. You may know him from the SDGC podcast where he contests with his co-hosts bad opinions about video games. He's a Pitbull owner, a fellow Amiibo collector, and believes correctly that popcorn is a dessert. It's Derek Van Dyke. Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing fantastic. Popcorn uh, is a dessert. God. Everyone always wants to argue that popcorn is a snack, um, to which I have responded with what I believe is a wise philosophy. Dessert is only a snack with an appointment. <laughs> exactly. And today, Derek, you are, you are our snack that we are appointed to talk to on, on this podcast. <laughs> But this is not a podcast about popcorn or when it is appropriate or not appropriate to eat it. This is a podcast where a robot makes his video game. So now it's time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never-before-seen game. Today, my game is a Red Dead game that is a survival game that uses a solar sensor, like a la <laughs> Boktai. Um, and if you don't know, Boktai was a GBA game made by Kojima, I guess. Um, yeah where there was mechanics where you had to be in the sun to do X, Y, and Z. So, a Red Dead survival game with a solar sensor. See, Red Dead survival immediately off the bat, like, you're not really doing that much. Uh, yeah. Because survival <laughs> mechanics fit pretty cleanly on top of that. That's fine. Like, you know, I mean, you can turn that into a big, open, aimless, storyless survival game and people would, would play it online with a thousand other people. The solar sensor was a twist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. So I'm thinking that, you know, it, we could have this on the Switch and it can require you to go outside or we can have some sort of like probe that you like stick on your window and depending on the weather, like the weather in the game will change or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, there is, I think we might have talked about it on the show before, but there's like a fan made Boktai game that like yeah. syncs up with like weather.com and changes depending <laughs> on what's going on. That's awesome. Yeah. So this game it could be awesome or it could be like complete dog shit. So we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see as we go along. So I'm thinking that red dead, like maybe, maybe we should go in the future with red dead. Like maybe this is like red dead fucking like, so Renaissance. Ooh, or we could go backwards and do Renaissance. That's a good one too. Yeah. Anyway, Cam, you were saying here's, here's, here's my thinking. So not only do a, like I, I'm thinking if you wanted to do a survival, like kind of a way to like get the sun sensor involved is to like, Hey, maybe you get like, maybe add just the extra layer. Cause people who play their survival games fucking love meters and meter management. Right. That's <laughs> all that makes a survival game is you take any open game and you add a hunger meter to it. Totally. And yeah. It's a survival game. Totally. So I'm thinking maybe it's like, Oh, we got to like take care of your skin or maybe it's going to be like, there's too much sun, so it's like your temperature increases faster. But also, I want to interject actual Boktai into this because my time has come and uh, vampires. <laughs> the next version of Undead Nightmare, it's, it's, it's Red Dead 3 Survival with Vampires. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm into that. So, Cam, uh, what what were the what did the what is the deal with Boktai? You you you're the most uh, experienced with this property. Yeah. So basically, you're like vampire hunters. It's like kind of Castlevania ish, except a little bit more cartoony. Isn't it like isometric, like top down? Yeah. 
Because I think I played Lunar Nights, which was on DS, and stripped that mechanic away and just Im- implemented it through the level yeah. design rather than with the sensor. Let's not talk about Lunar Nights. Um, <laughs> you could actually play that with the solar sensor in the GBA slot, though, if you had Boktai, which was cool. Oh. Yeah, so essentially, like, you play as, like, one of the, uh, like, a vampire hunter. You are Solar Boy Django. Uh, and you basically have, like, a gun that harnesses the sun to, like, shoot bad things and, like, undead creatures like zombies and skeletons and shit. Um, it, yeah, it, it's it's just kind of a fun thing. There's also, uh, I forget his name, I think it's, like, Sabata or something, and he's the Lunar Boy. And he's, like, he harnesses moonlight and, like, does, and, like, sunlight damages him and shit like that. But Which is wild because moonlight is sunlight. Totally, <laughs> just yeah, it's entirely entirely sunlight uh, something about bouncing it off a mirror it doesn't count right it's like how you can right. look at look at medusa or the, and the other gorgons right through the mirror and it doesn't turn you to stone uh yeah absolutely so this is gonna be like sunny delight redemption or something like <laughs> <laughs> some sort of like we need it we need a catchy title that'll that'll bring it all in but we need to Drill down and figure out what the what the plot is. So you're saying that it's going to be explicitly vampires. That does make sense. Well, but here's the problem, right? Is we say vampires, but then the game, why would you ever play during the day? Oh, yeah, sure. or, or yeah. during the night. Like, if you don't want to be stressed out, why would you be playing during the night? So there's no good time to play it, because you play it during the day and the vampires are gone. You play it at night and it's, it's going to be hard. So, I mean, like, in, in Boktai specifically, there are, like, zombies and there's, like, skeletons and, like, other creatures that you kind of attack in the open world, in the overworld and stuff. And the, the vampires are inside these, like, long, deep dungeons where, like, the sunlight can't reach and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll have to have some sort of thing where it's, it's, it's worth it to go into these things. It'll be kind of like um, the book, not the movie, I Am Legend, where, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're around-ish during the day. Um, but you got to like, really like be careful when you're going into, you know, like a cave or whatever. Um, is this going to be just like the, during the same time period as the other reds dead? I mean, I, so I feel like every game, every game in red dead, you know, cause what you got like red dead revolver and red dead redemption. Mm-hmm. And there was, there was another subtitle for another game, right? Nobody knows for sure. It's impossible to know. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Wikipedia does not exist. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's all cowboys. So, um, but yeah, I mean, clearly you got to go with like the undead nightmare, you know, throwing in vampires because thematically it fits. I think you have two real questions to answer. Mm-hmm. The first is how the fuck does this solar sensor work? Um, mm-hmm. and, and the second is what is it actually going to do? So yeah, the I first do. thing is it's almost got to be a handheld game now. So it's got to be on switch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, how are you going to get sunlight? Because none of us go outside. No, you know, exactly. This is at least a way Nintendo partners with Rockstar to be like, please get some vitamin D on your skin. <laughs> uh, it's really important. You all turns look, out it's healthy. Yeah, you're all starting to look greenish from the lack of melanin. <laughs> please, everyone, stop playing Smash and go outside for five fucking minutes, people. Please. <laughs> But so it's almost got to be a switch game because the alternative is, is, is you mentioned like a probe, like, what are you going to do? Get like a USB sunlight (laughs) sensor. That's got to run, you know, God knows how, how long to get outside. Plus like nobody buys physical games anymore for, for PC, you know, and you're certainly not going to get, um, 
any any sunlight sensor that works on Xbox is not going to work on PlayStation. Sony's right, right. going to make damn sure about that. Yeah. So, so maybe maybe on the Switch you use like the IR like reader that's on the the right Joy-Con or something like mm-hmm. that. Maybe combination of that and the camera because it's got a camera like for brightness sensing because it does oh, the yeah. auto brightness. Right. Yeah. So it's got everything needed. Uh, but yes, yeah, so it has to be a Switch game basically. Okay. Okay. And and due to the fact that it it potentially promotes even the most marginally healthy attitudes it is a nintendo partnered title the bare minimum yeah. of healthy exactly exist outside please yeah. <laughs> just for the love of god so that's that's how our sunlight sensor works it's a switch game right. so as far as like what you can do with it so going back to the boktai games so I, I didn't play a ton of the first one but in boktai 2 specifically like uh, it affected, like, your energy that you used to cast spells or, like, shoot your solar gun came from, like, the sunlight you had stored in your body. And you can, like, I think you just, like, pressed A and you just, like, drained, like, the sunlight that was shining in you. And it, like, it filled up your, like, for lack of a better term, magic meter mm-hmm. faster, uh, depending, like, how much sunlight was on you. Uh, there was also, uh, you could like blacksmith weapons and you literally used the heat from the sun to like fuel the furnace to like smith those guns or smith, smith like the swords or spears or whatever. Sure. In this game, it'll be guns, right? So totally. Yeah. And so you'd have to get to like, well, maybe it's like there's too much sun on you right now. So it's too fast for you to manage and it's too hot. And you can't really handle it or there's not enough and it's just going to come out like just a shitty weapon. Yeah, I like that. I think maybe we could say maybe it's the future and the atmosphere is totally burnt up because environmentalism uh, did not work (laughs) for some reason. (laughs) And so like, maybe it's dangerous to be outside in the sun um, in the game. And so you have to like manage, you know, meters and whatnot and Mm -hmm. like, you know, not get crazy sunburn. Thematically, this can't be, if we're doing the future, it can't be Arthur Morgan or anything. Um, Even if we go in the past, it can't be Arthur Morgan. (laughs) Yeah. If you're going to play at night, Vampire is going to be all up in your business 100% of the time. So it's a survival game. You're going to probably need to have, you know, like a little shack um, or, you know, some sort of cave dwelling or something. Mm -hmm. You got to have a safe house kind of location. Totally. Exactly. Exactly. So do we want to also have maybe some sort of like, like a lot of survival games, you're like building your own like little encampment, like building out your home base or whatever. And maybe there's something you can build that like collects and stores sunlight. Well, it wouldn't be a survival game if you didn't do something like that. I mean, <laughs> what what is a survival game without meaningless and half-baked crafting? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to like, so you can like take like a canister of something that filled up of like sunlight and you like throw it on your back and that like powers your weapons or something as you're like going into a dungeon to hunt these vampires, but on a horse because it's Red Dead. Yeah. Or, or we could take like a Ghost Rider approach to this. Okay. Right. And your cowboy is actually cursed or demon or something himself. Yeah. Um, who is who is absorbing the power of the sun for like flames and light and stuff like that. So it's not sci-fi, it's still Western. Uh, but he's riding around all Lone Ranger looking, but but gets that cool embery effect. Basically basically I just invented um old ghost rider. <laughs> right. Like I was just I was going to say DC has Jonah Hex, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So this is potentially kind of Ghost Rider meets 
Jonah Hex, which is which is very good. If we made the main character like this kind of like demon thing, like you're maybe like the son of the devil, like a sunny D and you're unleashing the power of the sun. Oh, see, here we go. Here we sunny go. D. No, this is good. This is good. Yeah. Because you just yeah. named a thing that an executive would recognize and they would be Absolutely. like, this is clever. This is more clever than anything I could come up with. I would like to give you money now. Fucking hire me, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm available. Yeah. Let's do it. Like, let's, perfect, let's get on that. Perfect SEO. Um, <laughs> we could also flip it in a totally different direction. If I, if I may completely derail everything do we've done up to this point. Okay. What if we ditched the undead entirely? Okay. And we stuck with some traditional ass cowboys and the sun sensor was literally just for sunlight and we hyper-exaggerated the temperature in the desert based on time of day, mm. right? So it's like sweltering hot, and you're drying out, and you need water more frequently. I like that. You know, you've got to, to worry about, because you need, you molt, right there, you got a thirst and, a, and an overheating meter that you can add mm -hmm. to the tower of meters on the right side of your screen. <laughs> And then at nighttime, it's cold. So you've got to stay warm. You've got a warmth meter. Um, and you have to worry about your horse. You've got to have a horse meter because the horse, horse is going to get the horse is going to get too hot and too cold as well. So you've got to lead the horse to water and make sure that it drinks, which is a difficult task, I'm told. It is. Yeah, I've I've been told you can't do that actually. Yeah, but you're going to have to figure it out. And you that gives you things to craft to help with your thermal management. So maybe you are the grandson of John Marsden or whatever his name was. That was his name, right? We can call him James for this, James Marsden. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. You're going to be you're going to be like the grandson of the protagonist of the first Red Dead Redemption and you are like, you know, some sort of spirit of vengeance thing, like maybe the the spirit of John is is coming back and, you know, wants revenge for like, you know, everybody doing him dirty uh in the first game. The sunlight is either too hot or you know it's going to be too cold depending on like what time of day it is or you know when you're going to be out but you do have to maintain like a certain amount no matter what to like maintain your spectral form right yeah and as well like to pass that along to your horse like for your for your mount or whatever you know like it, it's going to take like you know a certain amount of sun points to have your mount be spectral so that you can go faster and do more damage and and whatever have you, but you can't have too much or like you'll overwhelm yourself and blow up or whatever. So you have to like, <laughs> you have to be careful in the sunlight as well as the nighttime. And so is this game just sunny D like sunny D redemption? <laughs> like cam, what is this game called? Red D redemption. Red D redemption is no good. I don't know that I want to drink red sunny D. That's, that's just Hawaiian punch. Honestly, I think they make red sunny D. Hold on. That would be um not great. <laughs> um yeah, they make a red sunny D, which is gross. Yeah, that's not a good What flavor is it? Is it still orange because that's an abomination? Hmm. Orange strawberry. All right. Huh, I don't know about that. Spectral coolers. <laughs> um <laughs> so are we are we still like so we just kind of like scratched the the whole like devil idea, right? Like we're not doing that. Why not do both? Canolos dos, man. Red, red dead, red devil. Red dead, red devil, colon, Sunny D's revenge. Red dead, red devil, colon, Sunny D. Okay. Very good. We're on some kid Dracula shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I like that a lot. And I think that we have made our first of two 100% on Metacritic games. Uh, we're gonna we're keeping up our perfect track record. And we're um, killing it. We're killing it right now. So we're going to take a quick break and come back at you with another brand new game. And we're back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new, never before seen game. Hit it, Cam. All right. This time around, we have a Kirby game. I'm in. That's a third person shooter. Okay. That features the that features the portal gun. Okay. You lost me and now I'm back. Sounds fucking awesome. Real talk. <laughs> what is Kirby if not just a one-way portal himself? <laughs> Anything with that portal gun. Well, now so there's actually a good idea because not only do you have the portal gun for blue and orange, right? But you can have a third portal type Ooh. that specifically shoots out whatever you've inhaled. Oh shit. Right? Oh, that's a good idea. Because you've got a portal inside your own belly. Matter of fact, fuck the blue and orange portals. That's the only portal you create is the portal gun that shoots out what you've inhaled. Mm. And now you have an entire gimmick that you can build a puzzle game around. That's very good. That is very good. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you're just going to like, you know, you're going to make things come to you and then you make them through a portal you shoot, go to a different place, which is very right. good. You can do that with, you know, crates or what or waddles D or whatever, whatever have you. Maybe you could also have it be like all of your power ups in this game are like projectiles. So like that just determines where your projectiles shoot out of or something. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. If something flies back into that portal, does it then shoot out of your mouth? Yeah, probably. Or maybe it like does damage to you since it's like inside your body. I think we've established that Kirby is an unkillable nightmare. So that is right, true. Right. With the amount of like fucking eldritch gods that Kirby slays on a regular yeah. basis. Like I get just in, in order to get like three apples back or like right. uh, like <laughs> Kirby got his favorite cake back. So you're going to be like absorbing or, or like redirecting like RPGs that are shot at you. Yeah. Um, and you're going to use you're armed with nothing but your your portal gun. Right. And so yeah. if somebody's shooting an RPG at you. You inhale it, but you have like the portal shooting. Uh, you shoot the portal right next to where they're at. And so yeah. the 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 RPG comes out of that wall and just blows them the fuck up. I like that. And you can solve puzzles and stuff. And mm -hmm. maybe maybe there's like, you know, you have some escort missions where you have to get King DDD over to wherever they're going. We need to figure out what yeah. the, like, the plot is. We don't we don't <laughs> need to focus on the plot of a Kirby game. We've yeah. got this. <laughs> There's a formula and we're not breaking from that. <laughs> so in my mind, like I, I'm trying to figure out like how we can use it. Like maybe there's like special, like almost vehicles or like friends you pick up along the way, kind of like star allies. But like, I like the idea of like a third person shooter where Kirby is like riding the hamster friend. And like, that is like his like kind of mount that he's using to get around the battlefield or whatever. I mean, there was Robobot. Right. Like there was true. a yeah, there was that, a Kirby yeah. mech game, right? So this that is, is true. This yeah. is Kirby Robo Bobot. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the real question is like, how do you adapt some of these powers to this framework of Kirby has a has a gun that shoots a portal that's linked to his stomach so that he can he can because he can either swallow it or he can blorp it through uh, for lack <laughs> of a better term. There is no better term. And immediately I go back to stuff like Kirby's block ball. And uh, Kirby mm -hmm. Dream Course, where they reworked how some of those powers worked. So you can get, like, Spike, and when you use Spike, you stick to a wall, which would be really important if you needed to get, like, a specific vantage point yeah. on, like, yeah. inhaling a thing coming your way 
or to spit something back out from the other side of the portal. You could get some weird like traversal things going sort of like with prey and the like putty gun in that game or whatever. Oh, yeah. You could do some really cool like level breaking, but we actually planned for it sort of a thing, you know, where you're like, oh, I'm thinking outside the box. And it's like, oh, actually, like maybe if you have like the sword power up, like you shoot a sword out and it gets stuck in the wall. But that's suddenly like a platform you can jump on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like, you know, you could do some cool stuff with bombs. You can do stuff with needles, um, the cutter ability. Yeah, I mean that's just a projectile anyway. <laughs> well, I mean like you could cut like you could cut a tree down with it or something sure, like that sure. and make a make a path for yourself and you know, maybe you make a portal like somewhere else and you cut down a tree with the cutter ability then you suck up like this giant ass like log. Yeah. <laughs> it like emerges from a portal elsewhere for a bridge you need or, you know, some sort of battering ram or something. We have reached the part of the show where I want to play this game. Yeah, same. Uh, <laughs> I want to play a game where they, you know, add something to Kirby's kind of arsenal that makes it that adds like, you know, a new layer of 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 gameplay to it. Yeah. Is this so it's a third person shooter. It's not first yes. person, right? Yes. Yeah, because that would be fucking terrifying to just see oh items like God. flying at you in first person. <laughs> it's not only first person. It's also VR. Like, no, oh God. <laughs> VR Kirby game. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, so here's, here's another question. How does Wispy Woods get remade yet again as the first boss of this game? <laughs> that poor fucking tree. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you so, set him on fucking fire in Star Allies? Multiple like, times. Multiple yeah, times. Yeah, that's fucked up. What did he ever Kirby's do? Kirby's got, well, because trees are where the apples come from. So if you kill the tree. Right. You get the Kirby's apples. a real motherfucker. Like in a world of global warming, like Kirby should not be on his campaign <laughs> of deforestation that he's on. Yeah, God. Well, and not to mention, like you know, ca- late capitalism, like uh, consumption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, buddy, we don't have the resources. Like, don't get me wrong, the whole Thanos thing is bullshit anyway because we just don't utilize the resources we have uh-huh. to feed the population we have. But like, if Kirby was one of that population Thanos would be correct. Yeah. And the only like, and the only way that anyone would survive is if Kirby was part of that half that got snapped out of existence. You you either you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the DDD. Half the population <laughs> plus Kirby is still not good. It's yeah, really just Kirby's a fucking menace. Like let's let's explore that for a second. Maybe you're the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. So King DDD always is like, I'm hoarding all the food um, and it's it's framed like, oh, the the kingdom doesn't have the food anymore. Like DDD has it. But maybe DDD is like, hey, you know what, Kirby, you need to slow your fucking roll. DDD is just trying to distribute food to, to hungry people who haven't eaten in days <laughs> yeah. because every time yeah. every time they they unveil their cheesecake or whatever that they're having for dinner tonight in Dreamland. Kirby swoops into their house and eats it right in front of them like a fucking monster (laughs) and then dashes off, you know, and then, and then, you know, the poor dad, waddle dad turns to his waddle, his waddle (laughs) children and is just like, I'm sorry, kids. Sorry, waddle Danny. (laughs) We won't be eating again. I'm sorry. Waddle dad. Oh my God. And so that's why King DDD is like, you know what? I'm taking all the fucking hot dogs. The hot dogs are (laughs) here with me. Everybody line up and you get one hot dog. You get a, you get an apple, you get a hot dog, you get a hunk of cheese. Like this is not a great system, but at least you're eating now. Waddle dad, you and your mustache, you get three. (laughs) 
can we have King DDD be voiced by the same guy who voiced him in the anime? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, great. Yes. That there, Kirby. Yeah. We gotta clobber that there, Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> if you think we ain't gonna have the worst Texas accent we can possibly have. Only good thing about that show is King DDD. <laughs> yeah, no, it, and you know, it, he's basically just fucking like Frank Underwood from House of Cards <laughs> with that fucking accent. As but a, as you know, a Kentucky boy, like I know my Southern accents. It's so <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> so in this game, DDD is the hero, but you're Kirby and you're on a mission to consume. Yes. Uh, yeah. And you have been gifted by maybe the some kind of eldritch monster in the shape of, a, of an adorable fairy, obviously. Right. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're gifted the ability to, um, you know, manifest what you ingest uh, to to combat uh, the, you know, the redistribution of hot dogs that you're very much against because you want to eat all the hot dogs because you're Koibi. Yeah. So so then the entire structure of solving puzzles and making your way through this game with this uh, tummy portal gun is mm-hmm. Um, that you're trying to break your way through DDD's new defenses, uh, which are magically, like in every game, uh, specifically designed to be impermeable to anybody that doesn't have this game's gimmick. Right, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh my god, I think I just thought of maybe the worst name for this. Yeah. Go for it. Maybe it's Kirby colon the Gourmet Reich. Oh, yikes, dude. No, you know what? Gourmet yikes. You know what? We're, first off, I was worried that colon was going to be the word colon. Oh, yeah. Because um, <laughs> I'm used to placing the colon grammatically after Kirby sure, or, the, or, right. or the, the dash either way. <laughs> so it was like Kirby and I was going to be like colon panic. Like we didn't even talk about this. Colon panic's pretty good. Yeah. though. But you know what? I mean, if we're because that's the thing, if we're if we're turning this around. And it's literally all about the hoarding of the food. See, and that's the thing is, is then you can have that art game perspective shift where most of the game you believe that you're the good guy fighting against that tyrannical deity. And then at the end, after the final level, you've broken in to the food stores and you begin eating everything. And the camera rotates to show the line of hungry uh, denizens of dreamland uh, crying as you eat the food and look them in the eyes. Um, inhaling from the side of your mouth so that you can maintain eye contact as you eat their food. <laughs> you get that, like, inside twist. Yes. I was going to say, this sounds like a Play Dead game. Yeah, yeah, that or it's like Kirby, like, spec ops the line. Like. Yes. <laughs> the only winning move was to quit playing the game. Um. Okay, so what are what are we going to call this? We need to we need to name it and then we need to we need to blow this pop stand. Gourmet Reich. Look, we've already committed. <laughs> It's the Gourmet Reich now. Gourmet Reich is gross, but you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we won't title the the episode. Let's not one. make the episode no. that. <laughs> yeah. That's a fair point. For- I'm going to go ahead and just go on record and say that Nazis are bad. Right. Because uh, I feel like. Well, I say obviously, but you know, it's 2019. Yeah, right. And right. we've got sad fuck boys in khakis. Gourmet rain, like instead of like going. Oh, the... yeah, that's better. Yeah. Gourmet already IGN. That's better. That's, I like yes. that more. Good call. Good. It's a good yeah, idea. I can work with that. Glad we workshop that together. It's most of this. It's most of the same letters, honestly. Exactly. Barely changing the C and the H. Exactly. Um, and so are you going to win at the end of this game? Well, yes, you win and you eat all of the food and everyone else starves to death. Maybe, maybe. 
this is what turns the planet into the chili place in Kirby 64. Maybe Kirby did it, but he doesn't remember. Or doesn't care. Kirby is inflicted with this Marvel Zombies-esque yeah. hunger where he doesn't even need to eat. He just has to keep eating. He just has to consume. And he can't die from hunger. So then we flash forward after he's eaten all of the food. You flash forward to this frozen, devastated planet. Kirby's been the only one left alive for years hasn't eaten in years and then he stumbles upon a warp star and then he looks out into the stars and realizes there are other planets there's more food and you end on that note damn damn I this like is that. very like annihilation yeah like- <laughs> yeah well look we've already decided this is not a happy kirby game it is 99 percent of the way and then we're just gonna gut punch you right at the end bold new t- bold new turn for the series yeah yeah how, how laboratory is just going in. Yeah. Like, yeah, we have made a couple of um, Kirby games uh, in the past and they all end up, we like, none of them are like, yeah. And then Kirby, like, you know, you have a bandaid power and you help people and heal them and stuff. It's yeah, always like, no, they're just like, this is a fucking body horror dead space Kirby game. <laughs> we all know how we feel about Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. I love my pink, terrible son and he's going to eat all of the hot dogs and, and the watermelons and all the what have you. Kirby Air Ride's a good game. Just throwing that out there. It is an incredible game. Kirby Air Ride 2, you fucking cowards. Please, fucking for the love of God, I would die if that's that's all I want. Just please give it to me. I would kill. Yeah, well, oh no. Um, we need to end the show, Nate. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's going to bring us to the end of the program for today. But Thank first, God. let's go over some patch notes. This is where Cam goes through some listener-submitted ideas to be fed into the robot for future episodes. You could submit words by tweeting us at at the NES pod or posting in our Patreon. Cam, what have we got this week? This week, we have added the following to the machine. Uh, the IP Monster Hunter. Uh, we've added in the style of Octopath Traveler. And then maybe the worst thing that we've put into the robot ever is the IP Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, no. Uh, and th- yeah, uh, that brings our potential game total to 28,288,668 games. It's a big number. Derek, thank you so much for guesting today. Where can people hear slash see more of you? Yeah, so you can find me um, on Twitter and Twitch personally as uh, Derek of the Dykes. It's D-E-R-E-K, spelling of Derek. Um, and then, of course, you can find SDGC on most platforms uh, under, uh, it, it could be SDGC, it could be official SDGC, it might be Superformed Games Cast. Um, it's usually official SDGC. That's what it is on Twitter and Twitch. Um, but like podcast services will vary. Uh, we're on most of them. Um, find us on Twitter and everything, find everything else through there. Use Twitter as your uh, umbrella to reach out to the other platforms that we're on. Absolutely. And, you know, um, Reb that's been on our show twice now is also a part of that um, more often, more often than not. And <laughs> we hope to we hope to get the entire, you know, infinity gauntlet of SDGC. Well, that's hard because we're adding new members every other, you know, couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> right. The cast changes and, and grows. We're at like 10 people right now. Um, you know, <laughs> oh, man. So, and it's going to be hard. It's like two infinity. Yeah, it's going to be hard to get a hold of like, uh, JT and Gabe, uh, flunky and, uh, Gabriel Ashley, uh, from Twitter. If you're familiar with them, old gaff folks as well, but, um, gotcha. you know, they're, they're not, they're not as active anymore, but they're still technically part of it. So they're more like optional, <laughs> uh, optional achievements. They're DLC <laughs> fighters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're, uh, they're end game optional bosses. Uh, yeah, absolutely. 
So everyone, thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you want early episodes, bonus episodes, shout outs, or access to the robot yourself, check out our Patreon. The link is in the description. If you don't have any cash to throw away, we'd really appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're on. And please do consider leaving a positive review because it really does actually help us out. Patreon shout outs for this week include the nanobiologist, Andrew Feisner, Alec Bobko, Erica Scherer, Miss Shelby Ray, DK42, Colin McCasey, Sammy Valuri, Mikey Phillips, and Patrick McPherson. I can be found at at TwoHeadedGiant on Twitter. And I can be found at at TheCamdyMan. And this has been the New Entertainment System Podcast. And as always, I used to be an adventurer like you, and then I took an arrow in the knee. <laughs> <laughs>